0: It is time for another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, and uh, welcome. You are doing one of three things right now. You are either watching the video on YouTube, LinkedIn, or you are are, uh, uh, listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast player, or you're watching the video on Facebook. There we go. There are three things. And as we do every Friday, right over there is... Philip Washington, Jr., say hello to the Mansfieldians. How's it
1: going, Mansfieldians?
0: How's it going, Mansfieldians? Today, we are talking about bread fables. Yes. And more specifically, common beliefs that people have about money.
1: Yes, yes, bread fables, as opposed to what the world might call money myths.
0: Okay. And you're going to... Bust the money myths. I'm going to
1: bust them up.
0: So he's our financial myth buster.
1: Yes, mm. financial mythbuster. Okay.
0: I, I tell you what, can we can we turn this into like a true or false game? Let's do it. I like that. Let's do that. Let's, All let's right. Get, that's funner. So we'll go down the list and I will say after I, I give the topic my opinion of whether it's true or false. Let's do it. Okay. Money is the key to happiness. True. True. Okay. Is that true? No, no,
1: no, (laughs) I can elaborate. Okay, let's elaborate. Let's elaborate. (laughs) So the key to happiness is happiness. That's my answer, right? And that's the answer that I feel like is more sustainable because if money is the key to happiness, then that means in order to be happy, you actually have to have an amount of money that you feel is what you need, right? And that number changes and increases over time based on like what you want to buy. So for example, if you have 10,000 in your account and your AC goes out and that takes 8,000 of it and now you only have like a couple of grand left or $24 left, that means if money is the key to happiness and now you have what you consider less than that or less than desirable, then you're not going to be happy, right? And so... Um,
0: but you'll be happy in the air condition. You will be
1: happy. Right. You'll be happy in the air condition. So that's why I like to say happiness is the key to happiness because you can find happiness in anything, right? Outside of money. So in that example, if money was the key to happiness, and my money went down, then I would be unhappy. But if happiness is my key to happiness, then I, like you said, I can say, oh, I spent this money, but the positive is I have great AC. Like my, you know, my family feels good, <laughs> and I now I'm happy. It. And now I'm happy, right? Yeah. So it's it's a self reinforcing cycle. If happiness is the key, and then everything else just kind of works around that key.
0: All right. So the, the next one, prove me wrong. Uh, <laughs> more money means less stress.
1: That is that is the perception that we all have. If we start off without money. Oh, but that is but so true
0: though, isn't that it? More is, money means less stress. You go to a bar, you start s- s- sending out uh, hundred dollar bills, buying people drinks. That's, that's, oh my gosh, how th- stress-free. That is false. <sighs> again. Is, yes, yes. Here, yeah. here Elaborate.
1: Here, here's some real stories. So again, I get to interact with people with money. And and if money is the source of your relaxation or, or if you perceive more money is going to be uh, less stressful, then, once you get the money, uh, it 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 magnifies how you already feel. So, like I know people where they have more money, so what that means is more people are asking them for money, right? more people um they have more decisions to make about money. They got bigger expenses. they people are coming at them uh, f- you know, for just more money, and that that makes them like not feel great. About money, right? And and it creates, you know, IRS wants your money. Like if if you know, when you get more money, right? You get you get more of everything. Here's a better way to explain it. Yes, better way to explain it is you 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 think about expansion and 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 an expansion. Let's just call it. There's an equal amount of positives and an equal amount of negatives in that new world that you expanded into, and. Your ability to focus on what you want to focus on brings you what you desire. So meaning like if in your world today, if it's relatively smaller than the world you want to go to when you have more money, if you can be relaxed in this world and you can focus on the 50% of things that are relaxing in your world and ignore the thoughts and things that are not relaxing as your world expands or your money expands You've trained yourself to focus on the positive world, meaning like you're an optimist instead of a pessimist. But if you're a pessimist and then your money world expands and you're used to focusing on things that are negative, guess what? That's going to raise your stress level, right? So more money only means less stress
0: if you're an optimist. Mm. Like the old song goes, "More money,
1: more problems." <laughs> yes, the 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 late Biggie Smalls. Yes, Christopher Wallace. That's what they called him. Okay.
0: All right, money can't buy love or true happiness. Come on, now it, it, th- that goes back to going out to the nightclubs and buying people drinks. That's love, isn't it?
1: Uh, that that is that is tempor- that's a temporary hit, right? It's mm-hmm. it's it's love in the love in the moment, but it's not it's it's not really loving for you. It's loving for like what you can do, right? It's the ultimate, you know, what I call a reverse of love or needing validation, right? Validation is sometimes confused with love, but true love doesn't need validation, right? One of my favorite movies is Coming to America. Yeah. Oh. Like like the original one. The second one was 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 good. I mean, I'm you know, I appreciate um uh, trying to remake a classic. But the first one was great because it was he was rich, a rich prince from Africa. Uh he wanted to come to America to find, right, love and uh and so he posed as a McDowell's, not McDonald's, a McDowell's <laughs> yeah. worker. Um, uh, and like and like found love, but she loved him for him. She had no idea he was a super rich prince from Africa, right? And so that was lasting love versus, you know, uh what he attracted from home. Which was everybody knew he was a prince and he had love, and so it was he had people coming to him for like his money and his stuff, so he needed to like shed that and let somebody come for him so that's the same thing you know if you know i hear I hear a lot of young men in the culture that's trying to find love and they're listening to young women who think that they what they're seeking is money, so the guy thinks that they have to. Put all this money to attract love and I'm like, well, both perspectives are off. You know, like you want you want to be authentically you and then you wanna attract somebody who's authentically you. And so then you know they're with you for you. And as the conditions around your life changes, right, they're there for you. Right. They can they can roll with the conditions because as long as you're you and you're not fake and you're true to who you are, which is who they fell in love with, then you'll always be joined. But if you put up a character like a fake person that's right, like money, Mm -hmm. right? Then as the money changes and goes, so were their feelings. So money cannot
0: buy you love or true happiness.
1: Absolutely not. It can just buy you temporary
0: transactions. What if I took the money to the Maldives and just stayed there? Wouldn't wouldn't I be? Yeah, maybe I wouldn't be happy there.
1: Yeah, maybe you, I you, get
0: lonely. Yeah, and, you would
1: find you. Would, you if you're a pessimist, you like you're going to find terrible things in heaven. Like, you know, pessimists in heaven would find something wrong with heaven. Yeah. Should yeah. we go to the next one? Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, and uh, money is the root of all evil.
1: Yes, and I want to. You know, I put this quote here, and this is what's actually quoted, but where it comes from is, the love of money is the root of all evil.
0: That sounds biblical.
1: Yeah, I feel like it is. Both of them are wrong because money is relatively neutral, right? And and love, right? If if what love truly is is a lack of judgment and in order to attract something you have to like not judge it. And so like if if loving money is not bad, right? Because if you're a loving person and and you really own love, right? You love everything. But you but you have to love something that you attract. Like love to me is like glue. Love is a joiner. Yeah. Um, and so like it's not the love of money that's the root of all evil. It's it's you wanting to put money at the center of yourself, meaning like if you think money is your savior, if you think money is uh is what you wanna build the foundation of what you consider valuable in life, a value, then that's gonna be the root of all evil, with evil being like like stress. I like to call it evil stress. Because if, if money is the foundation of your life, then like your happiness, your peace, your joy is going to fluctuate based on not only your money, but the perceived value of your money, right? the perceived relative value of your money. Meaning if you perceive somebody to have more money than you, then it makes you feel poor, which that makes you not feel great about yourself, which makes you want to be jealous and do things um, to, to, to get even or to find balance. Uh, versus just saying, no, like, I'm good.
0: I'm good. Would you say in a nutshell that uh, happiness, less stress, love comes from within? A hundred percent. There you go. Namaste.
1: Namaste.
0: If someone wanted to reach out to Philip Washington, Jr. for more uh, happiness, uh, love, and uh, less stress advice, financial advice. Uh, how can they reach out to Philip Washington? Best way is
1: Stonehill Wealth Management. We're doing in the moment, $500 investment plans where you come to me, you tell me your goals and what you value. I'll look at your money and say, okay, this portfolio is aligned with that. If not, here's a portfolio um, that is, right? That and, and there's more to advising than just like the math. It's more, hey, how do you feel about money? What are you doing? And let's make sure that, you feel good about this investment plan because if you can feel good about it, you'll stick to it and potentially get the rewards of what you're doing.
0: And I'm going to assume that's StonehillWealthManagement.com. Yes, I must not have said it properly. Yeah, you, well, you gave the name of the business. but you StonehillWealthManagement.com. Thanks, Steve. All right. This we do it. this every Friday. Philip, have, uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks. See you next week.
0: We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of of the consumer advice series if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com again that is info at aboutmansfield.com we'll tell you how we can get y'all set up appreciate it we do it again next week right here on the podcast